Quick disclaimer, while we do work at one of America's largest retailers and will allude to it throughout the show, the opinions expressed are purely our own and do not reflect the views or positions of our employer. Welcome everybody to episode 34 of the Phone Buzz podcast, recorded April 29th, 2020. We've got a fantastic show for you this week. Huawei gets caught with its hand in the cookie jar, Samsung solves global warming, and Blink-182 sees the future. My name is Evan Krauss. I'm joined by Zach Whitney. How's it going? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good. And uh, Christian Crawford? Mm, what's up? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing good. How you doing, B? Oh, thank you. I'm good. I'm good. Scan, scan, scan. Oh, oh, okay. Anyways, you guys got, <laughs> got any juicy stories this week? Um, I feel like we owe the listeners an explanation yes, for, for, sure. uh, for what happened last week. Yep. Well, I can, I can go for it. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I'm not the one. I'll doing take it. some. I'll take some blame. Okay, go ahead, Evan. What, what did you do wrong? <laughs> no, I don't. You need to tell it. All right. Uh, so we had a uh, fourth mic, and it wasn't an XLR mic, so it was USB. So we had to basically we had to like record on two two different computers, and I blame it on the shitty micro USB cord that connects those Yeti casters, which is mini. what I was using. Mi- uh, it's sorry, a mini. mini USB. Oh. <laughs> Because that's what snapped that night yeah. that uh, Tim was on with us. Did it snap? That's yeah. what snapped. You yeah. broke that. You broke, you broke the tip. Yeah, do you remember that? <laughs> Just the tip. I broke the tip. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you broke that. So that cord came loose on, on the mic I was using Gotcha. Uh, whenever we were recording, and then it switched the input to my Mac microphone, which sucks. So basically, like, my audio was just... Well, lost. not only that, but you were turned away from the MacBook also. Yeah, like, yeah. If, if it wasn't salvageable before, it was definitely not salvageable then. Yeah, so, that is a, yeah, that's <laughs> that's why we didn't have an episode last week, so thank you guys for uh, for hanging with us, but I, I take some blame for it. We back, baby. We back, we still got it. Uh, Zach, why don't you tell, um, this says pleasurable work story, what you got. <laughs> yeah, um, so... What had happened was, <laughs> what, well, you see, what happened was, uh, I was working, mm-hmm. and a gentleman walks up, and he has a white, like, uh, it's not like a plastic bag, like you know, like the ones like people shop in, like the reusable ones, like those canvas bags. Yeah, and it's just a plain white one. And he's like, "Hey, uh, my niece sent me up here, uh, and I I need a charger," and we're like. Okay, well, uh, like, uh, wait, what kind of charger do you need? He's like, well, it's for this, and he pulls oh, it. No. He pulls out a vibrator oh, no. and shoves it in a coworker's face. Uh-huh. <laughs> Coronavirus! Oh my god! Oh my god! Did and he know? What moment was this? Did he? What was it today? Yeah. Oh my, today. oh my god! Of course, when I don't work, all the best stuff. Did happens. he know what it was? He I don't had to have. I don't. I don't think so. I don't know. Oh my god! How uh, old was he? Sixty plus. He might not have niece, known. Yeah. No, it wasn't his niece. Are you kidding me? It yeah. was definitely his. I wife. don't know. <laughs> niece, my ass. Well, he could have been like. <laughs> no way. He could have been like. Oh, I don't know what what she's sending me up here for. I just need this cord. <laughs> no, <laughs> but he like, definitely knows that. That's, stuff was. that's what I think it was. Because like, I also feel like there's a certain point in time where you lose shame. I oh, feel yeah. like six years oh. old in your sex life. I don't think if he knew what it was, he'd be like, "Hey, I need a cable for my like my wife's vibrator or something." <laughs> like, I feel like that would have been a conversation. But yeah. just like, just because like how he was holding it, it was like he was full gripping. Oh, oh, this thing. oh <laughs> gross! I thought it was still in the bag. I thought no. it was too. Oh, no. Jesus! <laughs> no, he didn't clean it off first. Oh my god! But yeah, he oh. was just like gripping it, and like we could only see the end of it. <laughs> 
Uh, so he, I don't think he knew what this he's thing like, was. He's handing to like, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Stroking it yeah. a little bit. It but keeps on making the sound in this bag when I was driving. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh I God. sat on it trying to get it stopped. <laughs> <laughs> shout out Bradder, Brazzer, shout out Adam. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So, <sighs> eventually we sold them. We have like a universal AC adapter. We sold them that and we said, hey, if it doesn't work, bring it, bring it, bring it back. Essentials. Bring the whole vibrator back. No one will use it, I promise. Essential services. It was just, <laughs> I can't. Like, I've had, <laughs> like, I've had people ask if, like, if our place of work sold sex toys and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like, no, we don't. Dude, I, think how much money we could be making. Oh, so much. That's true. Oh, my God. I could buy all of them. I just, yeah, but that's beside the point. <laughs> Yeah, you know how, like, a lot of things are just sold that company-wide? That'd be me with the adult toys. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, normally we do sell them, but we actually had an employee buy them all. Yeah. <laughs> so instead of, like, running bots to buy Nintendo Switches when they come in stock, it's just going to be adult toys. <laughs> oh, my uh, good God. But, no, like, I, I never thought I'd see the day that somebody would just, like... <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can only imagine what's... Whoever's, whoever's, like, face that guy should do, like, are you kidding me? Because, <laughs> like... We all instantly knew, like, yo, this dude told the vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled it out of the bag. And, like, yeah, but, like, just the way he was, like, gripping it, and he's, like, I, she just sent me up here. I don't, oh I don't know what God. I'm doing. Like, dude. there was, like, there was so much pure, like, confusion. I legitimately don't think he knew he was just handling oh. a vibrator. Did hand. you tell him to, like, use hand sanitizer, you know, for the virus? <laughs> I wasn't the one working. <laughs> Here's a whole bottle of uh, hand sanitizer. You can just take it home. Just have it. We're running pretty low, but you need it. <laughs> just take the whole thing. <laughs> we we know you have plenty of lotion, but... Jesus. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Oof. Evan, you got something for this week? <laughs> Not after that one. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> oh. I think I'll probably skip mine because it actually plays into the, the last story today. But anyways. Oh, All right, let's move into the phone buzz fake news. It's everybody's favorite segment. So what we do here is we'll take a news story from throughout the week. Uh, we'll change up some of the details, and it's up to Zach and Evan here to figure out what's the fake news, okay, and what's the real news. All right, so this one actually comes to us from Trinity, who has been on the show a couple of times. Go check out the Smart Cows episode if you don't know who I'm talking about. Anyways, let's get into it. Have you ever wanted to grace your modern, shiny home with a grunge-chic look of a soggy, torn cardboard box? Me too! Well, lucky for us, Samsung has launched an all-new innovation for the millennial TV purchaser. Starting soon, Samsung is rolling out the Eco Package, a completely redesigned packaging system for its lifestyle TV lineup. After unboxing and setting up your $3,000 TV, you'll have the opportunity to spend even more time and frustration by following Samsung's pre-built designs. Simply cut along the marked lines on the cardboard box your TV came in, follow the arrows to fold the flaps, and you'll be well on your way to building furniture with that fabulous homeless look that's all the rage these days. You could build a magazine holder, shelving for your beloved Galaxy phone box that we definitely all keep, an under-TV storage box for your cables and remotes, and best of all, a home for your cat. That's right, Samsung's getting in the personal pet game. Watch your back, Petco. They're gunning for you. 
Executive Vice President and Head of Product Strategy Team of Visual Display Business at Samsung Electronics, Dennis Dongas, <laughs> said about the Eco Package, consumers are more likely to purchase them from, or excuse me, purchase from a brand that shares similar values as they do, and we believe the Eco Package is an important way for them to express themselves. I love the Dennis, Dennis Dongas. Yeah, so admittedly that did come from last week's Phone Buzz Fake News because it was such a hit. So yeah, Dennis Dongas is definitely the, um, the, the, this is this is this is him. A title: the executive vice president and head of product strategy team of visual display business at Samsung Electronics. He has made his premiere and his return at the same time. That's right. He's We're trying to win. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Look, he's doing more than one thing. Okay. Yeah. That's he's, right. That's right. He's living the best life. <laughs> um, I want all of this to be true. I'm Please. not gonna lie. Yeah. Uh, so a good chunk of it is true. Nice. A good chunk of it is uh, true. Yeah. Samsung get, is making some some crazy things with their boxes. Get rid of the pet game. No, so that's actually true. Oh uh, my so God. so you can turn your TV box into a pet house. Yeah, that's that's. that's I true I thing. imagine, like just from what I'm thinking, you couldn't make a cardboard box stable enough to hold your TV. Uh, so I might have wrote that a little bit misleading. So it's not it's not a TV th- box to hold up your TV. That's hilarious. Okay. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. No, so they were advertising it as like uh like you have this three thousand dollar TV and you put this shitty looking cardboard box <laughs> underneath it and it like holds like. So let me let me clarify. The TV that they're talking about is called the Serif TV and it's like this really tall like display TV. It's a smaller TV overall, but it's like on these really tall legs. It's weird. So the you, so you put the cardboard box underneath it, and then it like holds your remotes and stuff. But it looks super stupid when it's huh. underneath it. It also shows the picture. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. You have to click on the link. Yeah. Imagine button. thing that says "Don't open." If we open that, we'll get the picture. <laughs> uh, got um. <laughs> what else you got? What else you got? What is fake here? What is real news? What's mm-hmm. fake news? Are there like actual like lines and flaps and stuff that you I mean we also that is a good that is a good call out so that is fake news <gasps> nice. that's fake news so yeah they don't have pre uh, pre-made lines and stuff what it is it's like a dotted pattern on the box and then you can look on their website for the designs and kind of like make it yourself so it's yeah. not it's not pre-made you can get off my back now Zach. yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> <Getting> this team <laughs> uh, what else you got what else you got what's the fake news uh, fake your quote there at the bottom uh, from De- Dennis Dongus. <laughs> uh, consumers are more likely to purchase from a brand yeah. that shares similar values as they do, and we believe the eco package is an important way for them to express themselves. That is 100% true. That is real news. <laughs> I am struggling over here. Yeah, that's that's real news. It's Ooh. not a $3,000 TV? Uh, it can be a $3,000. Well, the, the one I was talking about, you're, you're half right. The one I was talking about is like a $1,500. So. Try yeah, you, you got that one. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Um, I think there's... Uh, yeah, Dennis Dongus, that's not his name. I think you guys kind of said that already. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, there's still... Magazine holder. It's not called the Eco Package? It is called the Eco Package. Oh, and suck. Yeah, there, uh, yeah there is a magazine holder. I think actually there's... I think that's it. I think you guys got them. Or, you know, there's try to get them. Two. Is there two? Is there only two? That's the Dennis Dongus in the 3000? <laughs> yeah. No, the 3000. Uh, also the pre-built, pre-built part thing. of it. Yeah, you got that part of it. Um, oh, oh, there's okay. There's one use case for it that I mentioned here. So, a magazine holder, shelving for your beloved Galaxy phone box that we definitely all keep, and the under TV storage box. Um, so it's the, for the. It's not for the phone box. Yeah, no, it's, okay. they, no they don't care about that. No, it just says Galaxy phone. Yeah, it doesn't say box. Yeah, no, I know. I forgot to put that on there. Yeah, I was rewriting it, but yep, that uh, that was also fake. Also, I thought you guys would mention this. Um, 
So the guy's title, his name is not Dennis Dongus, but his title, <laughs> Executive Vice President and Head of Product Strategy Team of Visual Display Business at Samsung Electronics. It just sounds like something stupid that they would actually do. It is it is one hundred percent true. I, I'm That's surprised awesome. you guys didn't pick that out. I was yeah. just I, like that one just seems so off the wall. Like you would have spent too much time creating that name. So I was like, "There's no way." That is uh, it just that, sounds so official. That is a very accurate line of reasoning. Could you like his business card is probably like twice the length of a normal one, just oh to fit that title in there. He's, he's probably that a hole that makes those business cards like slightly too big for the average wallet, yeah. so like doesn't fit. And no, that means just like, a straight circle and it's all around. <laughs> The outside of the circle. <laughs> the text is following the outside of the circle. He j- but he has to apologize. He's like, I'm sorry, I didn't name my position. <laughs> it's just what I got. <laughs> oh, my God. All um, right, let's move on. Evan, you want to you wanna take a shot at this? Yep, we'll give it a shot. Okay, all right. All right, this one's called Bad Boys, Bad Boys. Calling the copters, hollering the hounds, the Huawei boys are back at it again. <laughs> According to a report from 9to5Google, the Chinese company was caught red-handed in a true act of fake news. Fake news. Fake news. In a contest designed to show off the camera's prowls, their latest smartphones, internet detectives spotted a photo taken on a $3,000 professional camera, attempting to pass it off as the work of the phone. Funny enough, this isn't the first time Huawei has accidentally used similar tactics, pulling off similar stunts not once, not twice, but three times in the last few years. Three times. Three times. Twice. Twice. <laughs> Huawei, for their part, claims that the incident was a result of an editor wrongly marketing the photos. To be fair, to be fair, to be fair. this is <laughs> actually an improvement from their responses in the past. Uh, when called out on similar misleading advertisements, almost exactly one year ago, the company said, we'd like to take this opportunity to thank the media for their interest in our posters. <laughs> Baller. Baller. <laughs> so for you guys, did Huawei really do anything wrong here? Uh, go for it. <laughs> so I was just going to say, yeah, last week I was 100%, yes, it's wrong. Then there's a little bullet point at the bottom that I think you want to get at. Yeah. Uh, that was kind of like, hmm, maybe you're right, but it's still completely wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's false advertising. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so my point was uh, McDonald's, and I argued this last week. Uh, you guys obviously didn't hear it, but my argument, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my argument is that uh, how many times have you gone to McDonald's and your Big Mac actually looks like what you see on the commercials? Answer it's me. It's just that. smushed, riddled, yeah, mess. and it was zero <laughs> times. And then my my response is. <laughs> I think I'd rather eat plastic than the actual burger. You take that back. <laughs> I still fired up. You take that back. Big Mac is a treasure. Dude, you are Big not. Big Mac is easily one of the best things on the menu. No. Everything yes. at McDonald's is gross and trash. Look, okay. Okay, I'm not it, saying it's... <laughs> no, yes, not We're like, of course, uh, yes. obviously. It's trash, and it makes you feel like shit for eating it. That's what I'm but saying. It like, tastes great the second it <laughs> enters your mouth. The second you chew it and swallow it, you <laughs> have instant regret. <laughs> Your body might have a better chance of dissolving the plastic burger that's in the picture than the actual McDonald's. It definitely feels better coming up my butt eating plastic than a Big Mac. Listen, <laughs> how many times do you eat plastic? <laughs> what? I was just waiting for someone to say that. I was thinking about my stupid response. I missed entirely what you just said there. <laughs> oh, my God. Just don't worry about it, okay? okay? Or, like, what is there plastic entering your butt? Like, hey, who knows at this point? <laughs> Brothers, if you're listening to this. I'll tell you what Evan does. Evan goes to retail electronic stores and he asks for charges for the plastic going up his butt. Yeah, of course. Well, of so course. I'm not going to lie. It's silicone. Yeah, of I, course. I didn't want to do this. The customer is actually Evan today. <gasps> oh, my God. Gotcha, bitch. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. What yeah. do you think, Evan? Uh, I don't even know how to pull this back. Uh, <laughs> 
All right, so like I was saying. We're going to segue like Subway. <laughs> well, okay, Evan, uh, do you think Huawei did anything wrong here by by acting like the photos were taken on their phone and not a professional camera? Honestly, we just like to take this opportunity to thank the media <laughs> for their interest in our posters. That is such a, like, like the gifts where they just scream, like, <laughs> and then the glasses show up over their face. It's like, deal with it. <laughs> I feel like. That's like a mobbish answer. Oh, 100%. That you would get. It's like, yeah, you want to keep asking about it? Huh? You want to yeah. end up in a grave? Huh? I'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, where did Al go? Mm. Yeah, let's just say he went for a swim. <laughs> hey, uh, he's been swimming with the fishies, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. <laughs> Christ. Oh, I love it. That derailed faster. <laughs> it really did. All right, let's move on to our feature story tonight. Uh, so it's hard for us millennials slash G-Zinners to remember a time where Motorola was on top of the crop, the bee's knees, if you will. But yay, Motorola once held the crown as king of cells in the early day of mobile. In the past decade, however, the company has had a hard time in the premium category, unable to distinguish themselves from the likes of Samsung or Apple that frequently ship and sell units for over $1,000. Because of that, Motorola has been forced to move downstream, selling customers on their bang for buck, uh, bang for, bang for buck, bang for butt proposition. <laughs> <laughs> Bang for breath. You just keep thinking about Evan and his plastic, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Selling customers on their bang for buck proposition with decent hardware propped up by clean near stock Android software. With last week's announcement, however, it seems Motorola wants to get its skin back in the game with the all new, very shiny, very sleek Motorola Edge and Edge Plus. The phones come packing all the latest specs you could ask for in 2020 with the latest processors from Qualcomm, 5G connectivity, huge OLED 90 hertz refresh screens, and triple camera setups on the rear. Uh, for a price bump, the Edge Plus gives you an upgraded chip, higher megapixels on the primary camera lens, twice the storage, and a bump in battery performance. And coming back from the dead, the headphone jack. This from the company that killed it off first with the Moto Z back in 2016. Oh, how the turntables have... Anyways, speaking of 2016, this phone kind of feels like Motorola is trying to jump back on the boat it missed five years ago when Samsung pushed edge lighting on the Galaxy S6, touting it as the next big way to see your notifications. Uh, if you're interested whatsoever, the phones will launch in just a couple of weeks with the Edge Plus coming at 999 and like so many other Motorola phones, will be a Verizon exclusive. So, to ask you guys, the phone is called the Motorola Edge, which I don't know if you've pulled up a picture of it yet. Um... What do we think about that name? Uh, I, I think like I think I appreciate you and the fact that we've had a couple of the office references recently. Oh, so I just yeah. want to shout out there. Of course, I got you, boo. <laughs> I got you, boo. <laughs> I kind of like it. Yeah, I've I, see. I think I was the person that you was. I the one that brought this up to yes. you. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I watched it on a video, and I think it was either Lou later. Um, one of those What's guys. It? Yeah, one of those guys. Um, and it's actually a very. It looks pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. It's it's a good looking phone. It's a good looking. Um, for sure. Again, I've always liked the Edge feature. Um, of course, if it's like properly integrated and stuff like that. Um, so I think this would be a pretty good hit for them. But so I, gu- I guess my kind of question is like Motorola Edge, like naming the phone based on that screen. Is that do you think that jumps out to people? I mean, eh. as I'm th- I mean, as I just said that. Sorry, something I just thought of is Edge and Razor. Like that kind of goes together. I just now put that together. Wow, that makes my that, that makes a lot. Of- so the Motorola Razor. And the Motorola Edge, they're I like they're like blades. Look, I think you need I think you need that head headband that I was talking about. A few <laughs> oh yeah, the wave band gets you on the same wave. wave. I've never heard a razor called an Edge. No, 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 it's the Edge of something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't 
<laughs> what are you talking about? The Motorola Razr. Do you know? Do you know what that is? Yeah, I know what a okay, Razr. Okay, is. Okay, I, I, I got to start at square one. So Motorola <laughs> yeah. Razr, uh-huh. like razors are sharp. Yeah, like edges are also sharp. Not necessarily. You can have rounded edges. All right, we're done. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> oh, my God. The first thing I think of when I think Edge is the S7 Edge and how worthless that was. That's Okay, that's a fair statement, but like, <laughs> I, I, I'm saying as far as naming schemes go, it actually makes sense with the Razor and the Edge. Why wouldn't you name it the Motorola Blade? That makes more sense. That would have also been a cool name. I'm yeah, not saying it's same not. Same thing. But like, anyways, okay. <laughs> I just don't think it should go with an, a Razor. I, just don't. I don't think I don't think you should even name a phone after that because like my problem with the the whole Edge name, besides it actually making a lot of sense now that I I think about it, is uh, a lot of people hate curves displays. Zach included. Yeah, hate curves displays on phones. Yeah, oh. hate. <laughs> Oh, sorry, didn't see you there. Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Gotta put some bleeps on this episode. But, like, naming a phone after a feature that a lot of people hate may not be the best decision. Yeah. I don't know. That's kind of my... Motorola has made a lot of great decisions here recently. <laughs> I'm not saying... That. Yeah. <laughs> that is it. Uh, anyway, so one of these great decisions, though, maybe, headphone jack. Do you even really care about that anymore? Not at all. I can't tell you the last time I used corded headphones until we got this soundboard. That's a uh, fair statement. Yeah. yeah. The gross. Like, ta-ta. Bye. Even this Don't is even disgusting. I feel like a peasant using headphones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I have not checked to see if it has an IP rating. If it, d- Yeah, I kind of stared there. Um, <laughs> I think that just threw you off. I, it really it really did. I had to, like, process you. that in the background. <laughs> um, I think if it still has the IP rating, which um, if you one of you guys could tell me real quick, that'd be awesome. Um, if it retains the IP rating with the headphone jack, why not? How am I just supposed to know that? Well, just search it. Like oh. Google search it. Command space that bitch. Like just, <laughs> <laughs> just command space that hoe. I don't know if it's on. Actually, it should be listed on that article that's in there. I think that spending a thousand dollars on a phone mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a joke. Like it's kind of a kick in the nuts <laughs> to have a headphone jack. You're spending a thousand dollars. Not IP rated. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Though? Like, are you kidding me? Like. <laughs> A thousand dollars, and you're gonna get some measly headphone jack. <laughs> it's so like dumb. It's like, better without it. Like it's it's a it's a more premium phone without it. Exactly. I, I'm also would be very very scared. Like, oh, Motorola's first thousand dollar phone. Well, let that's a good financial decision. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, it's about to bite him in the butt. I think it's hilarious. I call it here. Yeah, I think it's hilarious that um, because people don't know this. But Motorola with the Moto Z uh, killed off the headphone jack before the iPhone 7 did. Yeah, with the yeah, mods. But no yeah. one cares about the Motorola 7. No, that's a fair point. <laughs> I've said fair point four times. I drink. also, like, I still have a hard time believing the front-facing cameras being that powerful. What do you mean? Like What's 25 it? megapixels. That's not, that's not insane. <laughs> I mean, it, it's high for a front-facing camera. Well, it's because your iPhone has, like, what, 12? I think they're 8. They used to be 8. They're up to I, I think they're up to yeah. 12 now. 12. Either way, like, even, like, what? Um, I'm not saying they don't look I guess Samsung's still in, like, 16, I think. Yeah. It's it's not insane, which... It is kind not of about 25. the numbers. Yeah. It's about the numbers. Yeah, it's, it's not totally about the numbers. Yeah. It's also about, again, software and all that fun stuff and how you, you know, integrate it, blah, blah, blah. They're doing better than Google in the battery category, so... <laughs> Yeah, no, that's true. Um, that was one of the, the cool points that I didn't write in there, but I th- uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The Edge Plus has a 5,000 million power, and the Edge is a 4,500, which I don't think as of now we have pricing for the Edge. Um, it said TBD on the on the article, but... Uh, yep. I mean, I imagine probably eight. Yeah. Eight yeah, or nine. 
probably someone else. Close. Um, anyway, so to kind of wrap up this discussion on on the Motorola Edge, uh, should Motorola be trying to claw back into the premium game, or should they be sticking to what they've been good at, which is like the Moto G, Moto E series? What do you guys think? I think if they were to stay where they're at, they're going to just become useless and no one's going to buy me more. Um, but also, at the same time, I think they're shooting themselves in the foot trying to go in the premium game where... I'm just gonna be honest here. They don't belong. No one's gonna want. No Oof. one's gonna buy a thousand dollars for a Motorola phone when you can buy a thousand dollars and get an, an iPhone. Cool. Now you have friends because you bought an iPhone, right? <laughs> and you're or, more attractive. Exactly. You're and people like you. hotter. <laughs> or yeah, of course. You I can buy it. a Samsung and have a lot more features, a lot cooler features. Still, yeah. like no friends like the Motorola. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You're not gonna get sure. friends unless you go with an iPhone. Of course. But I'm just saying. Established. I'm just Established. saying. There's a lot better options than a Motorola. <laughs> yeah, I agree. What do you think, Zach? Um, so I don't hate the idea of it, actually, um, because kind of against Evan's point, mm-hmm. if you, Shocker. if you stick in that middle ground, I don't think you're necessarily going to go away because we still sell like the G7s and that all the time. Like, yeah, they're the free, the freest, the first like prepaid <laughs> phone that like we usually head towards if it's not like a Samsung, like Motorola mm-hmm. is always there. It's so, like. It is always a good military phone. They've got that ground established. I don't think, like, they're really going to take a step back from that. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, the new iPhone and Pixel might shade that up a little bit, but those are still higher price points than the Motorola's are. Right. Um, I don't know. I This is going to – it's Motorola screaming, I'm a peacock coach. Got to let me yeah. fly. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll ride you, won't, you won't know if you don't take the chance. So I don't – I don't you blame You miss 100% them. of the shots you never take. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. But no, I think, like, it's it's okay to take the chance, but, like, if it doesn't work the first, like, one or two phones, you have to know your role and step back. <coughs> Pixel. <coughs> yeah, or uh, gotcha, bitch. One Plus. Perhaps. <laughs> Uh, might be on to something. But, yeah, like, it, you're, you always have, like, that sort of target market, but if you don't try, you don't know. So it could just be a missed opportunity. Yeah, that's um, true. So I think it's just, like, yeah, take the chance, but after, like, one or two years, like, if you see a steady decline, like, you need to know to pull back and, like, yeah. know your role. I, I think that I, I totally agree with that. I think the biggest issue I'm having with this phone is, like, what is the selling point? Because if the selling point is the edge screen, like we were talking about before. A camera. The camera's, pretty, the camera's pretty cool. Um, I'm sure it'll be, like, maybe as good as the Samsung, maybe, like, slightly worse than the Samsung. Um, they they kind of effed up the F20s on the uh, on the initial software release. Um, anyways, but with the with the whole depth of field thing. But um, I don't know. I just, I don't see a, a for $1,000, you have to have, like, a selling point. Like, the iPhone is the iPhone. There's nothing like it. The Samsung has everything you could want and more. That's what the selling point is. Mm-hmm. The OnePlus 8 Pro is, like, the fastest software, and, like, is it worth $1,000? That's arguable. But, like, <laughs> what is the what is the Motorola bringing to the table? Like, True. the edge screen? Who gives a crap? Like, Samsung has that. They've had that for five, six years now. It's um, old technology. I think the biggest issue is they need to break the Verizon contract. Yeah, that's a, I wonder what that's, that's a, a big thing. That. Because that, that limits a huge chunk of people to get this phone. Yeah. And I didn't see it listed anywhere on that article if it can be bought unlocked. Because um, even though it is like locked to Verizon, you can still typically get those phones unlocked. But I just like think about all of the, the phones that we typically deal with when looking at Verizon and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Is you're not getting a whole lot of people that are even considering these, you know, a Motorola yeah. or anything other than a Samsung or Apple. So 
just of course it's like what we see at work versus you know yeah. what actually happens it's like we just don't deal with that kind of stuff and so i'm kind of worried that it's not really going to go well and here's the problem with that too that's a good point uh the other problem with that too is like when people get motorola phones on verizon this was what i was talking about with the having no selling point um, they usually get them because they're on an insane deal. Like it's zero dollars right. for twenty four months. Like the and they G7. Get it for their, yeah, they get it for their kids or whatever, um, or they get it like two dollars a month. It's usually because of the price point. Mm-hmm. And so now they're making a phone that I don't know if it really has like a feature that you can point to and be like, I would spend money on that. Yeah, for it sure. Doesn't have it. Right. What, what are you researching over there, Zach? I'm trying to see like it, weirdly enough, I don't see anything that like says Motorola has to be exclusive to Verizon. I think they're just dumb and keep doing it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna go for one carrier, I guess Verizon isn't the worst you could I mean, do because the, the largest carrier. Yeah, it's the, it's the largest. How many subscribers do they have now? Verizon, at least one. Yeah, Mister Old. Yeah, <laughs> shut up, <laughs> Mister Old Verizon rep. What you got? How many? How many have they got? Oh um, yeah, let's go. That's a good selling point. <laughs> or just go back here. <laughs> they covered ninety nine percent of America. So does every carrier apparently? Ooh, here you go. Um, Verizon provides. Sir, ooh, what do you th- what do you guys think it is? Uh, there's there's like 360 million people in America. Um, 170. What do you think, Evan? <laughs> it's 170 million, by the way, not just 170. Okay, people. okay. I was like, you're way <laughs> off, you idiot, <laughs> you dummy. Um, about 150 million. Holy. Okay, uh, 154. They have 154 <gasps> million. Go. I thought Zach was really close. Got him. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, how many does AT and T have? I'm really curious now. Probably two. 100 and <laughs> 128 million. <laughs> Really? One twenty million. One twenty. Wait a second. If they're higher, they're probably taking like cricket and all that also. Oh, you're probably right. Because the number Uh I don't know about this. Uh has a total of a hundred sixty five million. That can't be possible. I would say they're because like Verizon only has Verizon postpaid prepaid. But yeah. they have AT&T prepaid, AT&T postpaid, Cricket, Net10. Like, they have a oh, yeah, ton of subsidiaries. I wonder that if that's part of the number. That's probably it. Uh, article from FierceVideo.com. AT&T loses mm-hmm. 1.16 million video subscribers in quarter four 2019. Damn, Oof. that's a lot. Holy crap. That's like one one-hundredth of your business. <laughs> That's insane. I, yeah, they, they have to. They ha- yeah, no, it's not. They have to be counting like subsidiaries on that. Yeah, there's no way they're it's not. Gotta be. What the hell? Is, okay, what? Uh, what do we think? What, this is a fun game. What do we think? Sprint. What do we think Sprint has? Uh, Twelve million subscribers. Oh, I bet that's, that's probably bad. not far off. Probably about like sixty million. And they don't have Virgin anymore. Well, they still kind of Virgin because yeah. Virgin just moved over to Boost. So uh, I want to say like one hundred and thirty. There's only like three hundred some odd million people in the United States. Oh, so that's way too many people. Yeah. Uh, if AT and T claims to have 165, because Verizon like, has 150. I know plenty of people with two phones. Well, that's like 300 million uh, out of like just between AT and T and Verizon. Yeah, but I'm saying like there's a lot of people that have two phones. But there's not that or many two carriers. That have two phones. Like even two. Like if you have one phone and two carriers. Okay. Okay. What's that's the number for like what's war. The what, what do you think it is? Yeah, but it's still a whole customer million. technically. Six D. Six D. Oh, what do you think it was? I said 120. Uh, that'd be 420 million people in America. Again, oh, okay. people I have more than one phone. You think, hold up, hold up. You think 70 million people have two phones? Yes. No. That might, that might not be a crazy you, number. Okay. I uh, guarantee you, like, every business person that, like, has a work and a personal phone, like, have that. I know it was one, though. with one of my old jobs, yeah. I mean, if you're in a big market area, like, if you're in Kansas City and you have two phone numbers, I guarantee you not, one of them sprint. Yeah, it's not, it's not crazy. 
but it, it, anyways. And on. I'm not saying that it has to be Sprint that's making that number. Like, you could have your main, like, you could have AT&T. If you're in the Midwest, your work phone's AT&T. If you're on the coastlines, your work phone's probably Verizon. If you're in, like, a big city or something like that, it could still be Sprint. Like, there's a lot of places that have two phones. I mean, I probably know 10 people already, myself, with two, like, people with two phones or two phone numbers. I got two Because even, even if you have one phone with a digital and physical SIM, that's you're still two customers. You're a customer of each company. You're, ma- you're starting to make sense, and I don't like it. So, the real number, <laughs> Sprint has 32 million subscribers. Oof. And that is including prepaid. Uh Gotcha, bitch. Yeah, they have 12.9 million we're wholesale. super far off, too. <laughs> yeah. <it's> Way <laughs> closer than you were, though. <laughs> yeah. 60 compared to 120. I think you both lost that. You know how many people have two phones? Okay, wait. Um, last one, U.S. Cellular. How many do they have? Oh, gross. 12. <laughs> 12 people. Um, subscribe. <laughs> no, really? check, check Metro. I check think Metro. <laughs> check Metro. <laughs> I want to say. 20 people in Colombia. U.S. Cellular is probably going to be somewhere between five and seven. What you got? That's like? fair. What you got, Evan? Which one? You said Yeah. Um, what'd you say? Five and twelve? Five and seven. Five, five and seven. seven. I'd say about twelve million. They have five. Wow. Yeah. Spot, spot on. on. Let's okay. say because like I was just thinking like because we think of them as very small, but like they're a pretty successful company. They're a postpaid carrier. Yeah. So yeah. they have to have a decent amount. That's Although true. it's hilarious that in every single conversation or like news article, it's like the big four carriers and U.S. cellular is not in that list. Yeah. Someone look up, well, you got someone look up Jitterbug <laughs> okay. and Consumer Cellular. Wait, <laughs> That's a on. better one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sprint could go up because now Sprint is also T-Mobile. Yeah. Oh, we'll definitely will go up. I'll, yeah, I'll sure. get T-Mobile. Okay. What are you Googling? Just T-Mobile. Uh, I just I searched like the company and then subscribers. Jitterbugs, subscribe. <laughs> Jitterbugs, like there's maybe no, five hundred thousand. There's no way there's a number for that. There's no way somebody. Um, this is twenty twenty. Oh my god! <clears throat> what you got? T-Mobile subscribers. Uh, is it okay. ninety-seven million? Um, hang on. So there's like, what do we say? Thirty-two million for Sprint. Hundred fifty, hundred. They're but they're more than Sprint. Yes. Is it? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Is oh, it they're more than Sprint, aren't they? Yeah. 85 million? There's 97. Oh, my God. 86.05. Oh, let's go. <laughs> well done. Let's well done. go. That was tough. Let's go. No, that's crazy, though. I didn't know they had that many. I didn't either. That's so why I was like, oh, my God. I want to pull that number up. <laughs> Please tell me you found Jitterbug, though. Uh, they're shock- this might shock our, our listeners. Uh, there's not a great <laughs> There's not a great report for how many subscribers they have. Oh, oh hold well, on. Did hold you on. look up Jitterbug or did you look up Great Call? Perhaps more importantly, it is Great Call, 900,000. Oh. I was close. You right. I said oh, 500. Let's go. I found, yeah, it was yeah 900,000 subscribers. Yeah. You got to look you up Great Call, too. not Jitterbug. Oh, yeah, that's right. You guys remember that stupid jingle? Yeah. Back when Motorola was still slightly successful. Got him. <laughs> gotcha, bitch. Got him. Oh, this really went off the rails. That was fun. That was a good tangent. I learned a lot there. I didn't know uh, U.S. Cellular was so incredibly successful. Wasn't it just five million? <laughs> Something like that. I mean, they had more than two. Yeah. That's At least true. one. All right, Evan, um, let's do the In Case You Missed It section. This is where we wrap up news stories from the week, just smaller tidbits that you might have missed. What you got? All right, this one is mask on, mask off. <laughs> mask off. Mask off. I, I like what you did there. That was good. That was good. <laughs> Thank you. 
Face ID was a great idea until large swaths of the world were forced to wear face masks, rendering it use- it largely useless. Uh, users are reporting a subtle new feature in the latest developer version of iOS 13.5 that'll make it easier to unlock your face without having to <laughs> take off your protective <laughs> face mask. Uh, your iPhone. Uh, videos shared on Twitter show that Apple devices with Face ID will jump into the backup passcode entry screen if de- if it detects a mask. That's not only helpful if you're unlocking your phone dozens of times a day, which we all do, of course, uh, but it's also helping to keep people safe by not forcing users to take off their masks, potentially exposing themselves to the virus. Uh, so Every day. I, yeah. I've ran into this problem. I was going to say, know, have you guys run into this problem at all? Yeah. Every day. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's the biggest first world problem out there, <laughs> I was and about to it say needs that. to be addressed. Um, <laughs> we need governments on this. <laughs> we need people on this. Our no, best people. It, it is kind of true, though, because it's – I mean, where we are right now, where customers are not allowed in store, but they mm-hmm. still feel the need. They need to walk up to the doors and act like they're going to walk in. Like um, Christian's lover. Oh, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then it's like, do you guys have this? And we don't have computers readily available. We have our phones with apps and things like that. So then we have to pull out our phone, and then we either have to take our mask off. Mask off. And, uh, <laughs> and, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And then, like, so we can use a face ID to quickly unlock it and give them, like, the faster, like, faster service and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we have to be F it, mask on uh, after <laughs> we're done. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> uh, that, song then, is, that song is going to be so popular when this is all over. Yes, 100%. Oh my God. Uh, but no, it's either that or you have to sit there and you have to wait and you have to type in your passcode and sometimes you're too fast and you miss that first number. Oh my God. That happens every day of my life. My God. Every time I unlock that, that pisses me off. That is what my weekly check-in was about and I was waiting to unleash (laughs) on this. I cannot stand this freaking iPhone. Okay, whenever you're pulling up the stupid number pad, it's never quick enough and so I hit the 7-5 and I'm not going to tell you guys the rest of it, but I hit the 7-5 and it always misses that 7 so I got to go back and hit delete or I got to wait for it to pull up again and then wait even longer on it. It's the stupidest thing ever. I'm just so glad I'm not the only one because yeah. I thought my phone was dumb and I was about to chuck it across the <laughs> It's the user, not the phone. Oh my god, I cannot stand that. That is That triggers me to no end. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> Um, but no, it, it's weird and it'd be cool. But the only worry is, is like, cause that's half your face. Yeah. So this implements it. Is it like still taking the bone recognition at the top? And, but like, I imagine it's probably just like shortcutting it. Uh, and it's looking for an iris. So I wonder if that's going to make it to where anybody like it, does it become a security risk now? Can like you grab my phone with a mask on and unlock it? I'm sure it's probably, it probably sets up an alternate ID. So it, like it has what your normal face is like and can recognize it with it's the It's way the mask. dumber than you guys think. Are thinking it is. So I what it does is I, I put this article in here and I didn't read it. <laughs> God, <laughs> damn it, Zach. <laughs> no, it's, it's way stupider than what you think. So all it does is whenever it recognizes that the bottom half of your face is covered by a mask because it doesn't match the pattern, it'll just very quickly go to the number pad. That's all it does. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I'm looking at that. Yeah, that's all it does. I'm still okay with that though. I'm I'm okay a with it too. Faster response time is still okay. Yeah. Instead of being like. Ooh, it, you, you Ooh. don't want to try the face ID again? It's going to be like, one hey. more time. It's going to be like, stop. Check out this sexy animation that make you fist your first number. Oh, my God. I'm glad other people <laughs> have that problem, too. I'm with you. I'm with you, Evan. Anywho. All right. Let's wrap this one up. Uh, so when Blink-182's Tom DeLonge wrote the song Alien... Oh, that, that rhymed. Uh, wrote the song Aliens Exist... 
He wasn't kidding, and we should have listened. That is an awesome song if you haven't heard it. Uh, it's crazy that we're living in a time where the United States Department of Defense can release classified footage of UFOs, and it completely flies under the radar, pun intended. But that's exactly what happened. According to the New York Times, a clip from 2004 was filmed by two Navy fighter pilots and shows a round object hovering above the water about 100 miles, 160 kilometers if you don't speak barbecue and bald eagles, out into the Pacific Ocean. Two other videos filmed in 2015 showed objects moving through the air, one of which was spinning. In one, a pilot is heard saying, Look at that thing, dude. It's rotating. That's kind of what he sounds like. Uh, the DOD said they released the videos in order to clear up any misconceptions on whether or not the footage has been, that's been circulating was real or whether or not there's more to the videos. The aerial phenomena observed in the videos remain characterized and unclassified. So, do you guys believe in aliens? Yes. Are you on that? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, so oh, I, believe, I believe in aliens, but not in ghosts. Uh, anyways, yeah. No, I do. I just, I, it's weird because, like, you do hit that, like, weird, like, hippie conspiracy thing with UFOs, but I do also with, like, I don't know, like, going through, like, all the science and all that, like, it's just, science. it's just weird to me to think that there's nothing else out there. Like, I don't know, I feel like there has to be something else out there, and there's a lot of things that we can't necessarily explain. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's an answer to everything. That's, um, okay. yeah, that's, fair. that's fair. In my in my opinion, so I just I don't know. I think something's out there. I think there's a little bit of proof, but there's not enough to 100 percent say like yes, 100 percent this is. I haven't had an encounter. It's like with a third I, kind. Yeah, like I haven't had like oh, I've been abducted in an alien <laughs> spaceship or like I've seen a UFO or anything. But but he has been anally probed <laughs> a few times. <laughs> Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think there there's great potential for something else to be out there. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been something, I think it was maybe a year or two ago, where we got sound waves that traveled. Oh, like yes. Dude, okay, so what just happened, <laughs> we just cut in there. Uh, my computer just stopped recording as Zach was discovering the truth about aliens and, yep. and revealing it to us. So, like, I'm a little bit more convinced. Yeah, it's real. I I'm mean, I, real. I brought up the fact that there was, like, they caught sound waves on, like, a radio mm-hmm. uh, that traveled, like, I think they, like, took it back and, like, it, like, it was, it like, not legible or anything or whatever it is when you can't understand people. Not legible, yeah, no, but. That's right. Is it? Ill- illegible. Illegible. Yeah. Legible is when, yeah, when you can't. So, understand. yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. And apparently, like, it, the sound waves, like, were so muffled and all that, like, it had to come from, like, super, super far away and then, like. We can't send technology out as far as like it. They think it came in, so like, mm. yeah, it's a really cool read and everything. But yeah, the fact that I brought that up and it just stopped right <laughs> there. Like, yeah. like crazy man. Oh my god, uh, what you got? Evan? Oh no, aliens are definitely real. I've been like, there's there's been times where like I've uh-huh. gone on a binge. I'm, on, I've like, been pulled up in a spaceship. <laughs> I swear it got me. <laughs> Anyways, no, but I've been like, there's been times where I've just been on like a little binge of like I'm gonna. Aliens are real, and I'm going to prove it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, watching YouTube videos. There are, like, so many, like, quote-unquote, ne- thing, like, natural things that have happened in the mm-hmm. world or, like, even things that happened, like, way before, you know, b- in BC times and stuff like that mm-hmm. where there's no possible way certain things happened, like the buildings of certain things or the, the, the marks. Not just not just okay, that, but, like, okay. anything, but, like, the marks in the ground. Have you seen all those different things? I don't even know where it is. It's somewhere in Europe. But there's just, like, marks on the ground there. There's no way a human would be able to do that. And it's just, like, 
There's no. I don't know if there's if there's 86 million subscribers to T-Mobile. I think humans can do some pretty cool stuff. <laughs> uh, that makes me think we're less inclined to do cool stuff. You're settling with T-Mobile. Yeah, I kind of just I, I reversed my, uh, my script. Let me look it up real quick. Anyways, yeah, I'm, I'm interested in that. I guess you're saying no. Um, I definitely think it's, uh, it's a lot. It's illogical to think that we're alone in the universe. Now, whether or not we've been contacted by aliens or, like, visited by aliens, I think is not likely just because of the vast quantities of space, like, the time you have to... Just the space from, like, our sun to another star, like Proxima Centauri, is, like, incredibly far away. Um, I don't know the exact distance, but it's, like, thousands and thousands of light years. And so to travel those distances to another habitable habitable planet that happens to be habitable um, is not super likely. But I do think they're definitely out there. Yeah, but I mean, like, if they are making here and, like, it's stuff that, like, it's catching us off guard. Like, say this rotating, like, spaceship was a real thing, though. Like, mm-hmm. they have much further advanced technology than we do. We yeah. can't get a spaceship to rotate and still be able to hover and fly. Yeah. So, like, if that's the case and, like, if they can get that to happen, why couldn't they travel light years already? No, that's fair. Like, but if they could, if they could travel light years and also uh, travel vast spaces of the universe, uh, why wouldn't they be able to be like undetected by like these, you know, primitive? But they are like undetected by radar. It's just our eyesight's catching them, and things like that. I don't know. I think they could. I think they could invent invisibility. Maybe they don't want to. <laughs> that what? is something that was not human made. That is something that is in like Mexico. So okay, there's multiple that's impr- of these. All over the world. That's in Peru. That yeah, Peru. The Nazca lines. Literally, like there's they're all over the place. There's no possible way someone. But I mean, I mean. So another thing too, though, like what if, and this is like just popped in my head. I've actually never thought of this before. Uh But like we started to look at like life elsewhere, and the Uh first place we went to was Mars. What if they've already done that in their solar system? They're looking for another place to live. What if they're trying to be found? They are. Well. I think if they were trying to be found, they would make, like, more direct sort of, like... Because the one thing that's, like, universal is waves. Everything functions as a wave. That's why we send sound waves out to, like, outside places to try to be like, hey, we're here. So I think if they were doing that, I think any sentient life form would be, like, operating on waves and try to get us to detect it. What if they somehow made Blink-82... 182. 182. What did I say? What did I say? It's okay. It's okay. You said Blink-82. Gen Z over here. Excuse me. Regardless. (laughs) What if they made them write that song, and now we're here and figuring it out? Oh, my. Okay, so I'm glad. So this is (laughs) where we I'm glad we're circling back here. This is when you teeter towards the conspiracy side. (laughs) Where you just beg beg the question and ask questions, and people are like, oh, yeah, what if that is true? And then by the end of it, it's like. What if? Yeah, it's like. Every conspiracy theory starts with one very loose fact. Yeah. Like Zach got anally probed. What if there's really aliens? Yeah. What if he what needs a vibrator? What if he needs batteries for it? Huh? Yeah. What if he has to go down to his local uh, electronic store? And what get if some Christian batteries for isn't it? human? <gasps> hey, you shut up. Um, so, <laughs> Shane, so it's the only way been anally probed. So here we are. Mm, so <laughs> <laughs> my God. Um, so it's actually funny that we circled back to this because uh, Tom DeLonge, who's from Blink One Eighty Two, he quit the band uh, years ago, and it's not because, but in large part because he fully believes that aliens are real. And he actually in 2017 uh, made a organization. It's like to the stars and beyond or something. And they lobbied to get these videos that we're now seeing released. Yeah. Like he's a, he's a hardcore. Yeah. He's a, well, 
Yeah, he, or like, found it. So the New York Times released two of the videos. Um, that uh, organization released one of them. Um, but, yeah, they, like, pried and found them first. Um, but, yeah, he's actually the reason that we're getting these videos right now. Because he tweeted out something like, look, they found my video or whatever, or something like that. Yeah, so he's a, he's a big, like, aliens are real. It's crazy. Yeah. Anyways. Thanks, everyone, for tuning into the Phone Buzz podcast. The show is brought to you by three guys who sell phones all day. Follow us across social media at Phone Buzz, and that's P-H-1-B-U-Z-Z, and give us a follow and review on Spotify or wherever you listen to our podcast. We'll see you guys in the next one. My name is Evan Krause. I'm Zach Whitney. I'm Christian Crawford. Have a good night. Bye. Peace.